The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast where your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by Combank. With many Australians recovering from the devastation caused by the bushfires, as well as coping with the economic impact of coronavirus, this year Commonwealth Bank staff will give away more than 200 grants to community organisations and charities across Australia. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Larissa Moore. It's Tuesday the 25th of August. In your squiz today, the government's apology over coronavirus and aged care, resignations at AMP, Labor claims the election win in the Northern Territory, and the AFL final leaves the MCG. This is your squiz today. Yesterday marked the return to Parliament after a COVID-induced nine-week break. The big topic in focus was aged care, specifically the number of coronavirus deaths in aged care since the pandemic began. Yeah, that's right. Since the pandemic started, there's been 517 deaths in total from COVID-19. What the government has confirmed is that 335 of those relate to people either in an aged care facility or receiving aged care services at home. Was the first chance for Labor to put a bit of pressure over the government's handling of the crisis? How did it unfold? What happened on Friday was that Richard Colbeck, the aged care minister, was before a Senate committee and he couldn't recall basic numbers about what has unfolded in aged care homes, particularly the number of deaths. That really did get some headlines on Friday and over the weekend. So when Parliament resumed yesterday, of course, bringing everyone together in that building, in that political arena, there were lots of questions about the government's handling of that very vulnerable part of the health system. Prime Minister Scott Morrison also apologised to families of the victims. Also released yesterday was the report into the outbreak at Sydney's Newmarch House, which saw 17 residents die. That report was set up by the federal government to try and uncover the failings at Sydney's Newmarch House to see what they could do to learn the lessons to try and make sure that that didn't happen again. And since then, it has happened over and over again, particularly in Victoria. Uh, When you look at what's happening in the sector at the moment, there's 126 aged care homes that are currently housing active coronavirus cases. All of those are in Victoria. Some of them have been very badly struck. And that's where most of the deaths are coming from when you look at how the numbers are unfolding in Victoria at the moment. As you say, 126 aged care homes currently with active coronavirus cases in Victoria. Plenty more to come on this particular aspect of the coronavirus outbreak. Over to New Zealand and the first day of 29-year-old Brenton Tarrant's sentencing hearing was a harrowing day for victims and their families. The court heard in detail about the events that happened that day back in March. It's the first time that that account has been given in detail in the court. That's because Tarrant pleaded guilty, which meant that they skipped over all of that uh, evidence and just went straight into a sentencing hearing. So that has now been put on the record. It's a fairly harrowing account. And uh, long story short, he had planned to attack a third mosque and also burn them down. Victims, as you say, and their families are in Christchurch to talk about victim impact. Uh, Also, Tarrant is expected to make a statement during these hearings, which will wrap up on Thursday, it's expected. 
We spoke last week about the scandal at AMP surrounding the company's handling of sexual harassment allegations against senior executive Bo Pahari. Two big resignations have followed the coverage, Claire. Yeah, very big resignations. Chairman David Murray and uh, one of the directors, John Fraser, both resigned yesterday. They're very big names in finance and they've now left the AMP building. Uh, Also copying a penalty is Pahari himself. He has lost that promotion and will go back to his former role within AMP Capital. There's lots of pressure on the incoming chair, Deborah Hazelton, and also AMP's chief executive, Francesco De Ferrari, uh, to really change the culture there at AMP. And it looks like we have a result for the election in the Northern Territory. Labor are claiming the win. Michael Gunnan, the Chief Minister there, did claim victory yesterday. It came after Country Liberal Party leader Leah Finocchiaro uh, conceding last night. The CLP only has won four of those 25 seats. There's still more counting to be done and Labor's numbers are still to be confirmed too, but it does look like they have a majority of seats. Gunnar has thanked Territorians for their support and says he will get back to work. Over to the US and we're into the 10-week countdown until the 2020 election. Last week, we saw the Democrats' convention formally endorse Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. This week, the Republican Party will kick off with their national convention. What do we know about the lineup so far? Well, they will do the same thing. It's to formally endorse uh, Donald Trump and his running mate, Mike Pence, as vice president. Uh, but we will see a lot over the coming days. It's expected that Donald Trump will make some kind of speaking appearance on most days. What the US media outlets have had difficulty with is actually nailing down the program, but we're going to see a lot of Trump's family uh, and also plenty of uh, other people that are on the edges of that Trump world, like former ambassador to the United Nations, Nikki Haley. She's expected to make some kind of appearance today. Uh, What we won't see are former Republican presidents. Apparently, they're keeping a wide berth. Just as we're putting the podcast out this morning, President Trump has addressed the Republican National Convention. He's formally expected accepted the party's nomination for president. A quick message now from our podcast partner, ComBank. In 2020, Commonwealth Bank staff will give away more than 200 grants to community organisations and charities across Australia. St Kilda Mums is one of those recipients. They collect, sort and redistribute essential nursery equipment, clothing, books and toys for babies and school-aged children. COVID-19 has meant that they've had to temporarily stop donations and restrict volunteers. But thanks to Commonwealth Bank staff donations, they'll be able to purchase vital nursery equipment and keep their doors open during such a critical time. To find out more or donate, go to stkildamums.org. And Claire, we've all gotten used to throwing around the phrase unprecedented times this year, but it is pretty unprecedented to know that the AFL Grand Final won't be played at the MCG in Melbourne this year. can have lots of debates about AFL and its place in Australia's sporting uh, program, but it really is the crown jewel, that AFL Grand Final uh, of our sporting program. It's the biggest event by far, uh, and for the first time, it's not going to be held in Melbourne, uh, of course, 
course, COVID restrictions there have made that impossible. So we're going to hear later this week, apparently, where it's going to go. It seems that Brisbane uh, is the favourite and that's because players, whoever they are and wherever they're coming from, won't have to quarantine because there's no uh, AFL currently being played in those hotspots of New South Wales, Victoria and the ACT. There's a good article in The Squiz today that outlines some of the pros and cons of each state as they make a bid for it. I'll pop a link to that in your episode notes. Each day you give us a song lyric that relates to the news. What are we singing today? I've gone for the Red Hot Chili Peppers uh, lyric from Under the Bridge and uh, that lyric is Take Me All the Way. When you get into what happened in public transport news in New South Wales yesterday, uh, Minister Andrew Constance told everyone to take a chill pill after it was revealed that 10 new ferries that they've bought uh, will go very close to some bridges as they go under them uh, in Sydney's river routes. Uh, That led one expert to suggest that people People could be severed from the waist up <laughs> if they did go under those bridges at high tide. I don't know that a chill pill is going to help in that situation. <laughs> or you could just duck, I guess, rather yeah. than stand up. So up to you, I guess. <laughs> That's all from us today. Thanks for listening. If you know someone who would enjoy how we do news here at The Squiz, we're running a little competition this week. Use the blue button in your Squiz Today email to invite your friends and anyone that signs up off your unique referral link this week gives you a chance to win a $200 Net-A-Porter voucher and one of your successful referrals will win one too. So a good one if you're looking to spoil yourself. Other than that, have a good Tuesday and we will be back with you tomorrow. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast where your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com.au.